Everybody, welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I'm your host, Cody Kelly. Look, I appreciate my guests, my audience. I thank you for tuning in every single week. You guys have been amazing. We have an amazing guest today. Every guest on here is amazing, but there's some that just really stick out. And he has really hit success uh, quite efficiently and rapidly. And we're here to talk about his process, his journey, his new book, how he did it. It's going to be a fun time. But before we get into it, if you want to keep seeing amazing influencers like the one I have on, aka Mike Kimber, you got to do three things. This is a new season. The first thing is connect with me on Instagram at CVNK33. Subscribe to the YouTube page at CV Space K. That's Cody Vernon Kelly. And if you want to just, you know, support a brother, that's my cash app. You can say, I love what you do. It's a lot of 20, it's a lot of 100 in. However, you get down. I appreciate it. But with that being said, Mike, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing good, Cody, man. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm I'm blessed, man. I'm I'm happy, honestly. Uh I'm super excited about connecting with you. Uh thank you again for being on here. When I reached out to you, I was like, I don't know, you know, I haven't spoken to him in a few years, you know. <laughs> so uh, you know, and I didn't hear anything, and I was like, this might not go, you know. So anytime right, right, right. you know anybody gets on here, I'm always super appreciative and I'm super excited because you've done something that everybody is trying to do, whether they admit it or not, okay. right? Right. You hit millionaire status. You sold over uh, and accumulated over a million dollars worth of revenue in a very short period of time right. during a pandemic. During a pandemic. Absolutely. During a pandemic, right? And yeah. I think we have to start yeah. there. <laughs> How did you do this? Man, uh, God, let me kick it off by saying that, you know, because there's nothing special about me in particular uh, so far as I, I think. Um, I think it was something that was just ordained. Uh, just to begin with that. But the the actual process in itself um, started with a mentor that I had um, that had already accumulated uh, wealth. I think he had already did about maybe 10 or 12 million in a three year span uh, when he decided to show that to me. Um, when he showed it to me, um, which is uh, starting an e-commerce store, um, for those who's not familiar with that, is any product that you sell online is, you know, you're not selling out of, out of a brick and mortar uh, location, like a building, you're, you're actually selling products online. Mm -hmm. And the way he taught me to do it um, was through Instagram and Facebook, primarily Instagram. Um, so basically what I did was I found a product that worked for me um, that the world was looking for and I marketed it and I was able to scale it from literally, I started with $150 and I made over $1.1 million in 10 and a half months. Um, when I was in the process of doing it, I realized that uh, this wasn't normal, literally within the first two weeks. I knew something was up. You know, I knew something was going on that the world wasn't telling us. Right. Um, they train us to go to school for this many years and, you know what I mean, get this degree and go get this, get this loan and get this job. Well, here I was, you know, already, you know, 50, 60,000 up, you know, within the first couple of months. And I'm like, that's not normal, you know? So what I'm doing is something that's not being taught to, to, to nobody, you know, and it's something that I need to put out. So that was, that was my process on how I arrived um, to even thinking about even writing this book is because of, you know, what I was able to accomplish myself in such a very short time. 
No, I love it. So 1.1 million in 10 months, that is abnormal. And I think you hit, I thought it was like a full year. I was like, it's probably 12, 14. He was like, no, in 10 months. I'm like. Exactly. Shorter, so, yeah. it was, it was, uh, because this will happen. I started on May. I started on May 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, and initially, you know, I was thinking when I was getting close, I said, man, I think I'm going to do a million in a year. And I said, that would have to be obviously May 1st again. So, um, as I was getting closer, I was getting a little scared because I'm like, man, I don't think I'm going to make it. And that was my goal to, to make it within a year. But I ended up uh, adding another process that I do. Um, another strategy that's in the book, you know, to make sales go up a little higher. And I ended up actually doing it in a, in a shorter time than, than a year. So that's how that happened. So that's when I'm like, man, I, I really have something special here that's not being that's not being told to anybody. And I can really teach this. I don't think this is just me. I think anybody can do exactly what I did and maybe more because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have degrees. You know, I went to school, I played basketball. The only reason I was in school is because I played basketball. Right. So I don't consider myself the smartest person in the world. So if I can do this, I feel like anybody can. So what was the product? You said I had a product that everybody wanted and I, I wrote it down. I was like, man, what, what would you sell it? What was the product? The product was a waist lemon gel, a butt and a breast enhancement cream for women. Hey, it sells. I get it. <laughs> I get it, bro. That's a, that's a market in and of itself. Uh, so obviously you knew your, you knew the demographic you were going after. Right. right. You knew your customer base. Right. And were you, um, you know, because sometimes in the process, you know, there's this initial hesitation. So it's fear. That's really what it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think everybody experiences it on some different level. Did you have a fear like, man, if I throw this product out, they're not going to buy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Number one, because what I had to do, I had to change my entire personality is because a lot of people think that it's a woman that's running that page. And it's not, you know, I run my own page, you know, so the captions that's being put out, that's me. So in order for me to, to, to sell this product, I had to speak to women as if I, were, if I understood their issues. Right. So that took some, some training. You know, I, I had to talk to a few women and, and, and try to understand what it is, what, what is it that you would like to hear, you know, when somebody's trying to sell you a product? Do you want me to speak your language or do we want me to go, you know, on a whole nother level? Like, how, how do you want to be talked to? But then I just started thinking about, you know, just talking to women on a regular basis. So when I thought about my normal way that I, that I do things, I'm like, okay, I'm going to just be myself. But people still think that it's a woman running this page, but it's not. It's a man. <laughs> so that so- was- that was interesting. So in, in this branding, um, you know, we always hear like a lot of businesses collapse due to a lack of capital. Okay. You hit capital fast, you know, quick, fast and in a hurry. Okay. Um, what are some of the things to avoid? Because like you said, you just you had a product. You believed in the product. You had. Uh, maybe non-traditional consultants, but you 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 ask for help and advice on how to market this toward the demographic you were going after. But I'm sure you could have did a hundred other different things that would not have yielded the same result, especially as fast. What are those landmines out there that we need to watch for? 
Uh, landmines. Uh, a lot that I can't give away here because it's in my book. Um, sure. Sure. But at the same time, uh, when you're when you're when you're choosing a product, you have to make sure you know that you're choosing a product that's actually not going to harm anybody. Okay. Right. Um, like I said, there's a lot of gems that I really can't give away. But at the same time, you know, obviously you're going to be choosing a product and you're going to be making a product or you're going to be buying a product that's already, you know, that's a, that's, you can sell privately, but that's what it's called. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're getting a bunch of complaints opposed to good reviews, then that's the quickest way to end your business, you know, because your business is, is, is predicated off of, you know, who's saying this product actually works and, you know, and not even so much that if it's not harming anybody. Um, so right at the beginning, I had to go through three different products to find the right one. Right. So I started out making it and I'm like, okay, I can't do this. I'm not a chemist. Right. So I, I I had to find a better way, but in in regards to, uh, financial issues, I, I don't think that there's, I don't think that there's a lot of financial issues. Like I said, I started with $150 and literally by week three, I think I had about eight or 9,000 to play with as far as, you know, as far as buying more product because the product was so cheap for me to buy. I was selling it so high that the profit margins was a lot larger. So I didn't have a lot of financial issues in the beginning. And that's the, that's one of the key things that I'm teaching in my book. I'm saying it doesn't cost a lot to start because you can literally buy you don't have to buy your product in such a big bulk until you get those particular sales. So, for example, in my first week, I did, I think I did about 100 sales, right? Initially, I only had about 20 jars of my product, right? So I allowed the customers to buy the product without me even having it. <laughs> so, so, so you got to hear me out. Right. Strategy behind that is there's already shipping times, right? You know, it's going to take a little time. They already understand that. When I bought more product, I was able to buy that time, you know, for those customers that already bought it. So the money that that I, they, that they that I, I use the money that that they paid to buy the product to buy more product, right? So then that's when I was able to get my bulk when I seen that it was actually selling the way that I needed to sell. So. That's why I didn't have any cash flow issues. That first initial, uh, you know, sales wave, I bought a big load of product after they had already purchased it. So that's how I did it. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the new Jeff Bezos, man. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this, brother. Hey, you posted a video. Uh, you know, I follow you on Instagram. You posted a video, and this is like, and it was an old video you had. And he was like, this is me from, you know, year or two ago. And he's like, I didn't even get a haircut. It's just me and my truck. Right. And then you, you know, this kind of uh, pans around and you see the product and everything and the level of sacrifice, you know, because even though, you know, you had rampant success, that didn't mean that there wasn't an initial sacrifice. Right. Right. So tell me about how you got through that period mentally when you're just driving around. And you, I mean, even though you your clientele base, you know, 
ate at it quick, fast, in a hurry. But I'm sure there were some moments she was like, man, you know, I'm going to go and do something different. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I thought that I would never get it out of my house, you know, number one. You know, I, I, I got to the point where I had to have employees come into my house and I didn't, I didn't really care for that, you know, but this is what I had to do because I can no longer do it alone. But that video that you've seen me, that was a very, uh, that was special because that was a transition. I was still doing medical transportation at that time, right? That's, that, that's what that van was. So I was like, you know, Clark Kent and Superman on, you know, in the morning, you know what I mean? And, you know, sending my drivers to do the rest of the work and coming home so I can ship, pack and ship my product off. So you're watching me drive to the to the post office in that van with, you know, the the, the amount is getting larger now. You know, I, I remember, I think I had three totes of product in there going to the, uh, going to the post office. And that point was pivotal. I'm like, wow, like, this is really growing out of my hands, you know? And I told myself, I wasn't going to get a haircut until I got this product out of my house <laughs> and until a fulfillment center. So I tried, I tried to keep that. Uh, I think I ended up cutting it maybe like two weeks before, you know, I, when I knew I was going in, you know, I couldn't take it no more, but yeah, man, that, that the sacrifice of just, you know, depending on myself to, to take myself out of one thing that I no longer wanted to do, and to right. believe in what it was that I'm doing, that I'm doing now, that that was going to work, that took a lot of sacrifice, and I ended up leaving the whole transportation thing alone altogether. That that is the dream. I'm leaving this <laughs> what I really want. I yeah. I like it. So you wrote this book, one meal, one year. Yeah. Um, I I always start with anybody who you know goes down the path of of a guide or a book. Uh, their personal why, right? When when you're talking about being transparent and 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 uh, uh, displaying and discussing those gems that you learned along the way, you know, there's apprehension. You know, you start thinking like, because hindsight will make you see things clear and it'll make you doubt other things. You'd be like, yeah. you know, did it really work like that? Or you know, so so what gave you the um, motivation to be like, I got to get this out. I got to share it with the world. Um, I always was going to write the book, uh, from the time that I made the million, I knew that I had something. I knew I had a story that I can share, uh, the matter of when it was that I was going to share it. Uh, initially, um, I was going to do, well, I still am, but I was in the process of doing a reality, uh, TV show that was going to, um, pretty much document my, my, my path from when I was doing it in the house all the way into the fulfillment center. And then my life in between that, it was called uh, Friends and Money. And what it was going to really document is how is life now since you've achieved, you know, this, this new found wealth, right? How are people acting towards you? How are you acting? You know, are you changing? You know, and really doing this just for all the normal people like myself to see, you know, is this a thing? Is this a thing where they say, you know, is it you that changes or is it the people that changes around you, right? So that's what the show was based off of. And that was going to lead into the book. So initially it was more so of like a, a, a money thing, right? Just to sell a book, just to be selling a book. Um, but when these uh, 
when the pandemic kind of took a turn, you know, kind of for the worse, and, you know, they're starting with these mandates and all of that, I say, uh, man, I need to write this book quicker because a lot of people need to be able to have an option on whether they want to, you know, um, put their livelihoods on the line for their health, you know, in regards to the mandates. So I know that as of right now, I'm not saying how it's going to go, hopefully it remains this way, but as of right now, I'm not in a position where I have to choose, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't have to go and work for anybody because I got my own. So I said, I need to write this book now so that those that are in that position could hopefully start an online business themselves through my teachings and maybe achieve, you know, it doesn't have to be a million dollars, but guess what? If you can make enough money that will take you off your job, would that not, you know, be the dream right there? And I know for a fact that the information that I'm giving in this book can do that. I don't know if I can make everybody millionaires, but I know I can make you enough income that's going to be able to take you off your job in a very short period of time. So that was my why. To, so people wouldn't have to choose and be stressed out about getting a shot or keeping a job. Hmm. No, I, I think that's I think that's well said. I think having multiple options uh, is what's needed because um, I think a lot of I, I read an article today. Um, it was on what is called or is being labeled as the Great Resignation. Okay. Uh, it's in the New York Times uh, opinion piece, and I think and and hopefully I quote this correctly. It said that in the month of August of 2021, I think it's estimates between two to four percent of the U.S. employment force ended up quitting their jobs. And basically they quit because, uh, you know, lower wages, uh, unfair working conditions, uh, discrimination, but also things like that, these nuances that come into play. And basically it's the lower wage earners that are kind of in revolt because corporations, for lack of a better word, have taken advantage uh, of individuals. They have, right? Like it's, it's when you can see a CEO salary and you see the uh, seven, eight figure range, and then you see, uh, the person that goes to work day to day and they're making $12 an hour, it just doesn't line up, right? Yeah, yeah, so so this has yielded this type of response. And I think people are searching for a way out. And 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 one of the article in the article it compares that it wasn't an issue of laziness. I think when people originally weren't coming back to the workforce, it was because you had government uh, subsidies, you had uh, uh, the uh, stimulus package and stimulus checks, and you had the state and federal kind of buying in. But now that all those things have subsided, now it's just the reality that most people don't enjoy going to the job that they have. They feel undervalued, they feel mm-hmm. underpaid, and they feel overworked. And these three things, or these three things are not creating a, a healthy work environment, right? Wow. So everybody's looking for the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and fair or unfair is just the truth. Um, so it. you you wrote this guide uh, called Millionaire Fast Track, right? I mean, the, the title alone was so <laughs> dope, right? right. Uh, so, so I know you can't give us everything. Give us right. something. Just give mm-hmm. us something. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go back to, you know, when you were talking about me driving in that van, right? And I had the products in the back. Well, that was me because I had to grind that product out of my house and I had to do all of this shipping myself, right? The Millionaire Fast Track guys take, guy takes you straight into fulfillment, right? Which saves you the time of trying to create a product and going through the process of what I did, almost killing people 
<laughs> with, with something that, 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 that I made, you know what I mean? That I'm like, okay, no, you know, I, I can't do this no more. Trying to find the right product. You know, I went through three or four different products before I found the right one. The millionaire fast track guy is going to introduce you to that right product on the first try. All right. And the only thing you'll be doing is approving things like labels, packages, and designs and, and fulfillment centers, whichever one you're going to go through. Right. And then you'll just be talking prices on which you're going to pay that fulfillment center to actually do the shipping for you. So in a nutshell, that's the millionaire fast track guy. Right. So anybody that does that is not going through the rigmarole of actually trying to build a product up from scratch and develop it and make sure it's it's safe and all of that you're going to be getting something that's already safe and you know fda you know all that type of stuff right. you know facility made and all that you know so but yeah that's the millionaire fast track guy in, in a nutshell i like it i'm i'm definitely getting that uh <laughs> i was i was wondering i think the biggest you know the biggest hurdle man when people talk about entrepreneurship is what are you selling? You know, like the, the product itself, before you get into the scalability market, op, you know, opportunities and challenges and all that stuff, it's, you got to yeah. first start with the what, right? Like, what, what am I selling? And a lot of people get hung up in it because it's like, you know, if you get discouraged, it's like, well, something like this already exists or something like this. But the reality is, yeah, okay, cheeseburgers have existed forever. It doesn't stop McDonald's, Hardee's, you know, Chick-fil-A, and all these other places for opening up new restaurants. You know, <laughs> if there's a demand, you know, yeah. just right. supply, right? Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I, I, I believe uh, what probably what you're going to ask me is, uh, you know, along the lines of how do a person decide what it is they're going to sell, so right. to speak. Um what I say is uh, don't reinvent the wheel, right? Okay. Now, if you got something, an invention or something like that, that's great. But I would say let, I would say let a product that you sell that's already selling fund your passion, right? So if you go on different social sites, social media sites or Google or whatever, you see a product that's already selling, why would you try to invent something new? Just be another McDonald's to your Burger King or, or a Wendy's to the McDonald's or whatever the case may be. There's room for all of them. They're all on the same block, but I don't think nobody's hurting for sales either. So that, that's, that was, that's my biggest advice. Uh, don't reinvent the wheel. You know, don't try to do nothing that ain't nobody already done before. Get your money first. And if you got something great after that, then fund that passion with whatever it is that you started that was already going to sell regardless of whether you sold it or Joe Smo sold it. It was just somebody was going to pick it up and sell it. <laughs> that's true. That's genius. I've, I've actually never heard that. That's, that's actually genius, man. I love it. I love it. So, you know, I know we're running down. I got a, just a couple more. So, you know, you're in this process. You, you've, um, you've hit this level of success. Uh, saw the car shopping video. That was nice, uh, by the way. Um, <laughs> what comes with it? What's on the other side? Because a lot of times uh, you mentioned the reality TV show, but a lot of times we don't know what the other side uh, has to offer because we haven't been there. We don't know the, the pitfalls, the the cool things. We kind of know because, you know, we have this uh, imagination that's been developed by TV. Uh, <laughs> so we think we know uh, but I'm sure there's a responsibility 
that is attached to this, right? Talk to us about that responsibility of success. You want me to keep it raw? You want me to keep it feeling? Keep it raw. It is what it is. Keep it raw. (laughs) Well, um, a lot of things you hear are true, you know, when it comes down to that. Uh, The people that somehow get around you out of nowhere, uh, it's and it's coming so fast that you don't even, you can't even determine how did you get here? You know, where, where do I know you from? Like, how did, uh, you know, um, family is cool. You know, everybody, I, I, for far as I can, far as I can say, I can't speak for anybody else. My family is, my family has been, my family has been very supportive, you know, and uh, I haven't lost anybody. I haven't detected you know, any type of ill will or feelings or anything like that. Um, really not from anybody close by me at all. Uh, but like the outside world, uh, and as far as, you know, I'm not married. So um, <laughs> dealing with women now is, is is definitely a challenge, Yeah, you know, because you don't, I mean, I'm not an ugly guy, but I don't consider myself to just, you, you, you get what I'm saying? But you don't know who's real anymore. You don't know the reason why somebody is actually, you know, trying to be around you or trying to be with you or anything like that, because you feel like, damn, do they know? And it doesn't matter how low key you try to be. They just know. You know what I mean? For some reason, they know. I don't I don't know what it is, but they can they can pick up on it for some reason. Um, So that's what it is, man. Um, Feeling the burden of certain people not being, you know, on the same financial level as you feeling like you have to do certain things in order to get them in that financial place as well. Uh, feeling guilty, uh, feeling like, am I doing enough? You know, feeling like, am I doing too much? Am I overdoing it? You know, trying to figure out whether I should dim my light at certain times around certain people. You know, it's a, it's a challenge. It's definitely a challenge, man. Um, so yeah, those are some of my biggest challenges that I've faced so far. I'm glad you shared that. Thank you for that transparency because, you know, a lot of times I'll ask, you know, and, you know, it'll be like, no, nah, everything's cool. And I'm like, no, nah, everything ain't cool, bro. I watch, I watch yeah. TV too. Yeah. Everybody not happy about your success. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so, you know, my last question and, and, and thank you again, man. Um, what's next? You know, you got, you got, you written, you written the book, you got the, the guides coming out, you know, every entrepreneur, every leader, um, when they initially blossom, you know, that's, that's cool. And that has a honeymoon period and then their creative, uh, whatever drive kicks in and says, we got to come out with something else. Right. Like, like, like we're not going to stay here. So, so what's going on? What's next? Um, more millions. <laughs> that 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 that's the good thing about having a, um, an online business. There's no cap, right? So it never gets old, right? Because you're selling to the world. So my first thing is to secure my first stream of income, which was my which is my skincare company. I don't feel the need to move on to anything else, you know, until that's in a place where it's like, okay, it's doing. 20 million a year, you know, comfortably without me doing anything. There's still things hands-on that I do with my company that I need to get out of, right? Because I got so many creative juices and because I want to do so many things and because I'm creating this brand within within Mike Kimbrough himself with this book, I need to be able to focus more on, 
you know, promotion of the book and content, you know, creation and everything like that. And just Nexus, uh, Nexus uh, actually, you know, teaching from stage, you know, um, I'll do a conference that will literally, I'll be teaching my book live, the whole book. I'll do, I'll do a live conference, you know, where I, people can actually come and sit and get the entire book in one setting. So I can't do that until I get from under Pyrolyph, right? So those are those are the things going forth. So if you want to know what's next, what's next is actually selling from stage. I like it, selling from stage. Y'all, look, we have a bona fide millionaire. We have a success story here from Chicago. I know him. Yo, I, I saw him I, when I was a little kid. I was like, dog, Mike, because Mike a hoop. I was like, it's Mike Kimberwood. And I've yeah. seen the maturation evolution. Because sometimes when we see other people, we like, that's fake. No, this is real. This is real. This is sustainable. With that being said, man, Mike, where can the people, A, buy the book? They say, hey, like, I want to get a copy of uh, One Meal, One Year. I want the fast, the millionaire fast track guide. And then where can they connect with you on social media, man? On social media, uh, Facebook, you connect with me with just Mike Kimbrough. And on Instagram, you can connect with me. I just changed my name. So let me let me see what my name is on here because I really changed the name. Actually, Mike underscore Kimbrough underscore. And my actual link uh, to that book is actually in my bio. It says one meal, one year dot com. And the same that's in my uh, in my Facebook bio as well. Absolutely. You can get it all right there. Yeah. Connect with Mike. Hit him up on Instagram. Hit him up on Facebook. Connect with him. Click on the link. Purchase the book. Follow the man. Let him know, hey, look, I bought it. It's working for me. And now I'm thinking about going on vacation and leaving. <laughs> Where I'm at, let him know it is success. Yeah. I appreciate my guests, y'all. If y'all want to keep seeing amazing content, amazing influencers, amazing leaders, I'll say it in the beginning. I'll say it now. There's three things you got to do. Hit me up, man. On Instagram, CVMK33, where all my cool workout videos are posted. YouTube at Cody Vernon Kelly, because it goes down on the YouTube channel than any other channel. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I don't mind a little support. I got these student <laughs> loans because some uh, some of us with the traditional route now, we got to pay for that through these student loans. Hit a brother up and support the cash app. But I appreciate my guests. I appreciate my audience. Thank you so much.